Blog Talk Radio. Hi, and welcome to Let's Talk TV Live. I'm your host, Barbara Barnett. Tonight, we are having a very special show. Um, It is going to be all about Once Upon a Time. Uh, Last night's episode, Tiny, was a great episode. We're going to talk about that. And we are also going to preview next Sunday's episode, Manhattan, which I saw this morning. So I have lots to say. I am going to state right here and right now, before I even bring out our guest or say any other thing, that I am not a spoiler monger. Um, I could lose my access. First of all, on a very practical level, I could lose my access to ABC stuff and to interviews and to screeners and to all the good stuff that I I give to all of you um, preceding every episode, and I could lose all that. So on a very practical level, I can't spoil. I can hint. I can tease. I can answer questions. I am only going to answer questions, however, for people who actually call into the show. Um, I am not going to answer necessarily answer questions in the chat room, although I might. What do you think, guys? And I'm going to bring in Jerome Wetzel TV, James Daly, mm-hmm. and our heart Chrissy. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. I have one, just one question about the episode. Okay. Uh, what happens in it? <laughs> You know, I could tell you all, but then I'd have to kill you. And since thousands of people listen to this episode, listen to this show every week, I would have a lot of blood on my hands, and that wouldn't be good. And and Jane Espenson, who is a good friend of this show, she has been on the show twice. I've interviewed her countless times, and who wrote Manhattan does not like spoiling. She will not spoil episodes, and I am going to be. Really, very true to that. I, I just, I can't do it. And the other, you know, there's another good reason why I don't like spoiling. Um, because when you spoil something, when you really spoil something, people have expectations about an episode. And yeah. um, uh, ha! Just repeat the press release, Barbara. You'll be safe that way. Oh, <laughs> there you go. You know, sarcasm will just not work with me. <laughs> I could repeat the press release. Um, you can actually read the press release. Um, I, I sort of reiterated it over on Let's Talk TV. So I want to just kind of backtrack and um, remind everyone that we are sponsored by Wireless One Marketing. Um, and Wireless One Marketing created the Let's Talk TV app, which you can get at iTunes or at Google Play. Uh, depending on if you have an Android device or um, an iTunes. Do you guys have the app? Oh, yeah. I do. I love it, actually. I'm Is gonna. It? I'm probably going to cheat and, and steal some from <laughs> Yeah, It's <laughs> not the idea, but no, but I absolutely love it, and it's really easy to use, and, I mean, I use it all the time. So. And it was, it was developed for me by Wireless yes, One Marketing, cool. um, who do all kinds of cool apps, and they are – really affordable so you know get a hold of them they are at 847-637-2514 and they will give you a free demo it's amazing um so we're also sponsored tonight 
as always, although I always forget to mention it, which is really bad for me. Um, <laughs> we are also sponsored by the by the book Chasing Zebras, the unofficial guide to House MD. Even though we're not talking about house tonight, we will be talking about it tomorrow night. Um, and if you like house, tune in on Tuesdays, 5 p.m. Central Time tomorrow, special time. Um, oh, ABC is tweeting bits of the script on Twitter as teasers. Oh, wow. Ooh. Oh, my God. So they did that last week. So maybe I could tease a little bit. I, I'm going to tease a lot. I mean, I did promise everyone that I would tease. And Chrissy and 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 James, Jimmy, you can ask me questions, too, and I will tell what I can. And I actually have notes. I actually have an entire page of notes of things that I feel comfortable saying. So, okay. um, so yeah, so just a couple of things coming up to coming up later this month, uh, the 25th, next week, we're going to have another once upon a time special. And we'll also talk elementary a little bit. Um, cool. But coming up, yeah, elementary is really getting good as if it wasn't good before. It's really getting good. I actually just started watching it, and yes, so now I'm hooked. I'm hooked on it already. Oh yeah, you know it's like ironic because my two favorite shows on the air right now. There's a touch of irony. Um, yeah. So we've got Once Upon a Time, which stars among other people Robert Carlyle, who I adore, right. as you guys know. He's adorable. Yes. Who is who is, and he's also a brilliant actor. And Elementary stars um, Johnny Lee Miller, who was in two movies with Robert Carlyle. Um, See, there's a good connection there. That's why I like it then, probably. <laughs> yeah, and, and they're both sort of, you know, of the same kind of school of British acting and kind of the same era. And, you know, they were part of that train spotting yeah. gang. And then they did Plunkett and McLean so, um, together. Um, but yeah, so um, so that was that's kind of a little ironic, I suppose. Um, I think so. Yeah, well, that's good because British, you know, the British are known for irony, and so and I'm not yes. British, but you know they are. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, so on on my Tuesday night show tomorrow night, we're going to talk about Damned If You Do, which is the great House episode from season one. Loved that episode, and then later this month on the House show. Um, the Tuesday night show, I'm going to have Andrew Holtz, who wrote the book, The Medical Science of House MD, okay. at, which was a big hit when it came out. I think it was like season four, maybe season three, season four, maybe season four. Um, and he's going to be on the show with me as well. So that's really exciting. Um, so, wow. So what did you guys think of Tiny? By the way, if you have questions or comments and want to call in, the number is 718-305-6982, and you can call in. You can ask questions of all three of us about last night's show. Um, and I will tell you, the more people that follow the show, you know, click on the follow or tweet or whatever, you know, about tonight's show, the more loosened up I might get. If you follow the yeah. show, if you subscribe to the blog, <laughs> you know, I might get a little looser and comfortable and spill a little bit more than I thought I might. <laughs> no. I, why do I feel like, you know, why do I feel like Rumpel, you know, making a deal here? You are. <laughs> I'm the deal so, is struck. <laughs> the deal is struck. It is. It is. Yeah. So what did you think about last night's episode, guys? 
Well, oh, I, I really liked it, of course. Because, um, yeah, it's I love Jorge Garcia from Lost, and any right, chance yeah. we get him in there. And then Kate, Kate Cassidy, or not Kate Cassidy, uh, <laughs> what's her name? Cassidy Freeman, I'm sorry. Cassidy Freeman that uh, played Jack, I really enjoyed her in Smallville. So right away I'm like, oh, two great guest stars that and I can't have, wait to see. Right, right, right. I was, like, getting confused because, you know, of course, Neil Cassidy is a character. Mm-hmm. So it's like I was getting really confused. Um, she was yeah. on Smallville, right? She was on yes. Smallville. Yeah, yeah. She was Tess, the Lex Luthor replacement. Yeah, she was great in that too. She yeah, really I mean, was. I loved, I loved Jorge. I always loved seeing him. He's so great, you know. And it's so funny because whenever I see him, I'm like, oh, it makes me miss Lost. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, but he was perfect giant and. I'm glad that, you know, in the end of it all, he realized that, you know, everybody in the town is good and, you know, he kind of found yeah. a little family there. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. When he was on, Tal- you know, when he was appeared in Tallahassee, um, mm-hmm. I had made the comment that he had added just such a layer of humanity yes. to the character. And I had mentioned that to Jane because Jane Espenson had written that episode. And when I spoke with her, I said, wow, you know, he just he just gives a really nice layer of humanity to that character, and it would be so cool to see him back. And, of course, she wryly sort of chuckled. She says, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. <laughs> She already had a plan. So, well, now we've opened the door for him to be reoccurring like a lot of the townspeople. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and he's there, you know, um, but he's now he's there. I wonder if he's He's a dwarf. Her. He is. He is. He is. He's tiny, and and so maybe he'll become an official part of the cast. That would be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I have to confess, I was not a Lost fan. You weren't. Oh I'm my god! I was the, like, I'm probably <laughs> one of like the four people on the planet who didn't. Who I've seen. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I have a. I have really, really idiosyncratic tastes in television, and and. James, you and I have spoken about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have real, real strange tastes. I have to, there has to be something about at least one of the main characters, or maybe not even the main character, but there has to be a character that I just get drawn to. And mm-hmm. I didn't, and I watched the first half season, first half of the first season of Lost. And there was just nothing. And that was right around the time. Really? I yeah. I just, that was before there was Desmond or Ben Linus. Those were the characters that I really yeah, got into. I just, it's you know, the I, mystery portion of it that was just yeah. for me. You know, like, I'm, a, I'm a character girl, and yeah, you know, the mystery part of it. I mean, I, I was like a complete house addict. I really before I even started writing about it. And yeah. it actually came on around the same time House did. And so I got addicted to House. And, you know, the thing that interested me the least about House were the medical mysteries. Oh, that's well, interesting. See, because I find thing, that the mysteries yeah. are always fun to try and figure out. Yeah, they were fun, but they would they would not be enough to draw not me. Not depth in. enough for you to no. – You like to try and figure the, people out. Yeah, I do. I like to really, I like the people. I like to, you know, kind of analyze people and, you know, I mean, I'm a writer, you know, I'm a, I'm a hopeful, I finished the outline, by the way, 
to my new novel. I had to start a brand new novel for a course I'm taking through Media Bistro, which broke my heart because I had to put aside the novel that was finished. And I wrote a complete outline um, for a new novel, which is called The Apothecary's Curse. And, um, yeah, so it'll that'll be fun. But anyway, yeah, no, I'm a total character geek. And uh, so mysteries, yeah, okay, fine, you know, uh, okay. But so I, I guess I couldn't get into that part of Lost. Well, you see, that's anyway. the thing about Lost is the people that got into the mysteries, especially at the end of the show, a lot of them were disappointed because the huh. focus switched to the characters and the series finale was very character-driven and was not really about the mysteries. And I know people right. that loved the show and hated the finale because of that. Well, I, think I actually thing... love the finale. Oh, I, I thought it too. Yeah, I, I thought it too. was the perfect way to end it. So I think a lot of, I mean, I think the same thing happened on House when things got more towards, you know, figuring out the character of House and less on the medical mysteries. People got kind of upset with that. And then when they started getting more into the cases, people who were the character junkies kind of got upset with that. So you can't please everyone. But I never mm-hmm. saw I never saw Jorge on uh, on Lost except in pictures. And so, uh, so it was. Kind of, I, I really <laughs> liked him. So so he's a really cool character, and uh, I really liked his story. Um, I loved his family history. You know who the giants yeah. were. And how they were made nearly extinct by human interference. And I'm like sort of reminded of the book, The Lorax. Um, <laughs> you know, it's sort of, you know, and I, it's almost like it's an environmental commentary in a way. Right. And, you know, like how they made these, these kind of natural people. Yeah. Giants. Well, I love that they were they were harvesting the beans, and I mean, it was yeah. they would yeah, that's what they would do is grow these beans, these magic beans, and it never even occurred to me, yeah. uh, you know, that that's what they would do, and that sort of thing. And I loved in the beginning when he's like, but we don't do anything with them, and but that's what we do. That's what we do for right. work. It's, you know, it's we, about the work. We, yeah. Which, by the way, there's the parallel to the dwarfs because why do the dwarfs work? Yes. And 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 Grumpy says the same thing, right? Yep. It's about the work. I love, yeah, exactly. It's like, well, whatever the work is, we're workers. That's what our that's what our thing is. And I loved at the end. My favorite scene is when they were all whistling "Hi Ho, Hi Ho" at, the, at when they were digging. That was just I loved precious. it. That was good. I love that. I usually don't like those kinds of things because they tend. Oh to my god, like, it was so cute. A little hokey. It was but perfect. That was really, it was perfect. It was totally yeah. perfect. Um, and I love the reason he's brought back in because Cora knows. Yes. Cora you knows. know Cora's going to do something down the line here. That's going to get scary, man. Because I, I don't know. I Especially, I think that definitely she's going to try and take Henry. I mean, that goes right. without saying. Except, oh, I can't say. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Tom, Barbara, now what? Yes. When? Which episode is it? Oh, we already God. know it's going to happen. No, 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 not that, not that. But, but see, there's a new dynamic that's going to happen. Oh my God, that's going to be interesting to say the least. Well, um, there are already, I, I think I know what you're talking about, and there were already people commenting on it on Twitter last night. Like just what? Because ABC gives away way too much in their promo, and we talked very briefly about that before the show, and I won't say yeah. what it is, but. 
but they gave away a huge thing in their promo that really ticked me off for next week's episode. Oh, right. The di- yes, right. And you know what? That particular reveal. Okay, mm-hmm. guys. Teaser number one. Okay, I expect okay. people to make follows of this of this radio show now. Um, that <laughs> actually, I said it in my in my blog this morning. Um, that reveal that everyone is highly anticipating, whether it happens or not. Um, that reveal of who um, who they're chasing, who Emma is chasing in New York, will be made like in the first scene. Well, it's got to be show. Neil. Yeah, well, I can't really say, but... Um, <laughs> it's pretty obvious from ABC's promo. See, we haven't seen the episode, so we can say, yeah, in the promo that they aired that everybody saw last like, night. It does look like him, and she is pretty shocked to see whoever it is that's wearing that cap. and that mm-hmm. hoodie. Um, but the it's rest not. of the dynamic of it, I can't really say, and it's it's pretty interesting. And no, what I was going to say about this new dynamic has actually only tangentially to do with that reveal. Um, has, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, then it's not yeah. what I was thinking. And it's a reveal that happens kind of at the end of the at the end of Manhattan, and I can't really talk about it because it's a huge, oh, huge. Lord. Okay. <laughs> it's a subtle. It's a very subtle. But a very huge and important reveal, and um, and just very yeah, and and it has to do with um, I can't say. <laughs> oh, Barbara, happens to be like okay, just what is it? No. Oh, that's so funny. It has, it has to do with one of my favorite characters. I, that's all. Oh well, Ben, I'm I'm pretty sure. I mean, I'm thinking in my head. <laughs> I won't say anything, I know. I think. But yeah, speaking of speaking of our favorite our favorite little guy, our favorite guy, uh, Rumple. Yes. He was looking so scared, <laughs> and when he well, realized he doesn't have his powers. Oh, that was just night. shocking. I'm oh, like, oh, my God. God. No, he was and the like... security, going through the security thing was just hilarious. Oh, my God. I, You know, that was, I just loved it. It's like we saw, and Chrissy, you and I talked about this, I think, last night, too. Yeah. That, you know, we see yet another side of, of Rumpel, Mr. Gold. Yeah. That we and didn't think was there, really. I mean, for him no. to be so scared like that, he, oh was, my he was not happy. He's just like, crap, what am I going to do? He's, I don't he's have any way, magic. He's way out of his element here. I mean, he's oh, never no. lost Storybrooke. And, and he's never lost control. He's never really. lost control. Not not since when he was a powerless huh. victim. Right. And, right. you know, way, 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 way before... Um, we can even imagine, which next week we'll get some clues about too. Yay. More than clues, we'll get more than clues. Um, big, big, gigantic reveal. Big. Oh, we'll okay. A little bit about later. Um, come on, keep those follows. Come on, guys. Follow, <laughs> follow the podcast. You'd be like, oh my god, I better follow. <laughs> follow the podcast. Download those apps. No, um, just right. But yeah, so I just I really loved uh, that whole dynamic between Emma and Rumpel, and I and now I'm trying to like I'm really really trying hard to keep last night's episode and next week's episode like 
separated in my head because um, I, I it's like I almost gave something away before and I can't do that. Um, but you know, so it's but I love the dynamic between first of all between Sapa and Mr. Gold is yeah. just so lovely. Um, he's tr- he trusts her. He has to trust yeah, her. Yeah, he has to. And uh, you know, you thought that the scene at the at the airport was hilarious. You know, with the security yeah. thing, it just broke my heart. It was Me too. Funny it was like it was the old senile so... grandpa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, yeah, and I love it. You know, so, oh, it's my father, and he's like, "Father, what?" I know. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's like, like, okay, we just gotta say this now, you know. But, but I just thought it was funny because he was so out of his element, oh, you know, yeah. going to an airport, having to take a, sh- and he was terrified to take that scarf off. I don't blame him. Like I totally yeah. understood that. Like I understood his fear. I did. And yeah. he was just like, yeah. Yeah, it's like, well, okay, you know, if I take this off, I'm going to lose my memory. And I love the way that Emma, like, reassured him, I'm not yeah. going to let that happen. I'm I'm not going to let that happen to you. And he actually allowed her to see that vulnerability. Yeah. And he never lets anybody see that vulnerability. He right. hardly even lets Belle see that vulnerability. And he was really, really, I mean, he was really scared to go through that metal detector. But what yeah. happened? What happened to him when he went through? Because he almost, now, this is what I think. I think he lost his magic when he left Storybrooke. I don't think it mm-hmm. was, and I had put in my review last night that I thought that that's what happened when he went through the metal detector. But I was wrong. And no, had, I think it was when, when he when he crossed over. Because yeah. I mean, magic is there; it's not yeah. anywhere else. Right. right. Yeah, yeah. Well, the metal detector. It was he was losing the memory because he took off the scarf. Right. Well, I, I, don't, I don't think that's what was happening because he kept his memory. Well, um, he he did, but I felt like it was like you take off the scarf and it starts to fade away. Like he got confused and disoriented. Yeah. Well, he was he was disoriented. But he was yeah. more than disoriented. He was dizzy. He was he was not well. And this is yeah. what I think. I don't know if either of you have ever had a panic attack. <laughs> yeah. No. He was, have, he was and, and I was like, what's Carlisle doing? You know, I'm trying to figure out what he's doing as an actor in that. Because I'm sure he didn't get, like, specific stage directions. Right. Um, what's he trying to tell us? And it was really clear to me that, um, that Gold was having a panic attack. He was yeah. literally, he was in panic. He didn't know this is so, like, so foreign to him and so out of his element. He was, yeah, he was disoriented, um, but he was in full-blown panic. Yeah. Well, plus he's panicked because he has no control over anything. Right. Yeah, it's not, nothing is in his control. I mean, he has to trust Emma right. for basically 100%. And he doesn't know what's coming. You know, usually he's a man with a plan. I mean, the, yep. he always, he thinks everything out. He figures, you know, he figures out, okay, this is what I have to do to get to this point. So he's always A to B to C, whatever point he's trying to do. Right. And he couldn't, he can't do that. He just has to go with the flow, basically. And whatever happens, happens. And now I just think he feels naked. He has no magic. Yep. And he came to that realization, beating his hand up. It was like, oh, my God, what is he doing? And then I realized, oh, he's going to try and heal himself. And that realization scares yep. him. Well, not only that, but I think he's worried that if he goes back to Storybrooke, is he still not going to have his magic? Well, and then if that happens, then what he, happens with Cora? 
Cause yeah, that, and can't see, fight her. see, this is what I'm concerned. This is what I'm thinking too, is that he's he is worried that yeah, and and maybe what happened in the uh, you know the metal detector, whatever it did, um, affected his magic mojo completely. But maybe, I don't know. Yeah, I don't well, know. It could we polarize him. It could. It could have. I mean, could have. You know, yeah, yeah, for it's sure. A magnetic it could have. field. But so. I, I so loved the way that Emma was so caring with him. Yeah. It you was. know, almost like he was, and, and you know, it's like, oh, you know, old man. I don't think so. I can never think of him that way. Um, <laughs> you mean as the grand, the grandfather? But, yeah, but uh, but as you know, almost like a child, a frightened child. Yeah. And, you know, she was really caring for him like she would care for Henry. Yeah. If he was frightened. Well, I think it's going to be interesting when they realize, I mean, I believe, I mean, I think everybody pretty much realizes that, yeah, Neil is is definitely, uh, I think, Henry's father. And I think it's going to make... Obviously, right. that Snow much and we Charming know. Are, yeah, that Snow much we know. Are, yeah, Snow and Charming are going to freak. I mean, you know, it's going to be a big, it's going to, it's going to be a big thing. But the question's going to be, is he going to have to give up all of his, his leverage, his power, and everything? Is that is he going to, is he going to lose his grandson once it's all revealed? Is that going to be his new thing? You know, is he going to have to lose the rest of his? You know, is he going to have to not? Use his power again. He's gonna to have to make that choice again. I think that's more what he's scared about than anything. It'll be it'll be very interesting. I think next week's episode will give you some clues about that. Yeah. Um, I have to tell you one little teaser about next week's episode. Charming makes a really funny, hysterically funny comment about Thanksgiving. Oh, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> So I won't tell you any more about that, but it's a really, really funny quip. <laughs> um, I liked him making the dual role this this year, this uh, episode. Yeah, With him being yeah, him being the real uh, <laughs> charming, well, charming one and charming two. Uh, yeah, <laughs> charming, James, James, James and David. And I, I thought it was great. He did a great job, and you could see the differences within the characters. You know, yeah. the difference between David and James is, you know. Yeah, and I think, yeah, I think this was a really um, a nice opportunity for Josh Dallas to show off his acting chops. One of the things that, you know, I think that um, Josh and Jennifer, to a certain degree, to and. And Jennifer Morrison, although she's getting many more opportunities, especially next week, um, to to really strut her acting chops a little bit. I mean, Carlisle always gets, you know, he's his he's phenomenal, and yeah. uh, you know, but he really, this is meaty stuff to him. Um, and the same thing with Lana Paria. This is really meaty for her. So great. Yeah. And, but but Josh Dallas, who by the way is a classically trained actor. Oh, I didn't realize that. Uh, yeah, he studied here, but then he did, um, I think it was three years or five years, I can't remember how long it was, at the uh, at the Royal Shakespeare Company. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. I think it was, it was either at the Royal Shakespeare Company or the National Theater. It was one of those two theaters, which are both sort of like the elite of British theater. 
Um, and uh, there's a comment in the chat room. I figured Prince James would be a jerk, but damn, I did not expect him to be cold-hearted oh, enough. Yeah. To yeah, I wanted to actually talk about that. Um, but I, I wanted to say also that, you know, it's like, it's really, you know, when he does the sword fight things, you know, you know, he's got his train. He's got really good training. Oh, yeah. He's um, so, but it's nice to be able to see Josh Dallas be able to strut that a little bit. Yeah, definitely. On uh, that classical training. And I thought it was really good. Now, now, Prince James, wow. Boy, the apple doesn't fall far from that tree, does it? That's for sure. Oh, oh my God. That, that was crazy. Well, I love the twist that Jack was a girl. Love mm-hmm. that. I liked that uh, Charming's musings at the end of the episode. Like, if I were raised by that man, would I have been what yeah. my brother was? I, I really well, thought that was a, a good question to keep ponder. You know, it's the nature versus nurture, uh-huh. which is going to come up, by the way, in Manhattan in subtle little ways, in different ways. Yay! Um, it will, and uh, nature versus nurture for a few generations of of people. We actually find out um, some of Rumpel's, oh, I'm giving a teaser, guys. Here we go. I'm teasing something. Um <laughs> So we find out um, something about Rumpel's relationship with his own father. Oh, okay. That's interesting. I've been wondering about that, actually. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, this whole, you know, such a huge theme on Once Upon a Time is parental um, dysfunction. You know, Mm -hmm. dysfunctional Mm -hmm. families is such an important, important, important theme on the show. Um, it definitely plays a, a huge part um, next week in that, you know, and, and just kind of exploring those dynamics um, in a lot of different ways. But, yes, so you find out. And I, you love, find, and I love that it's generational. Like, we get to see the different generations yeah. and what, how the dysfunction kind of, you know, starts it from A and it kind of trickles down on through the generations. And yeah. I love that we're able to see those layers. I think that's. That's very cool that they do right. that for us. And we right. get to see more of the motivational, you know, mm-hmm. what's behind each of these characters? Why are they acting this way? And um, right. it kind right. of gives us more, you know, makes everything make more sense to us as we're, as it goes. So I love how they're writing that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I definitely do. I, I want to get back for a second to Jacqueline being a female. You know, I figured if uh, if, if elementary can make a female Watson. Right. <laughs> Definitely. Hmm? They can do that. Yeah, definitely they can yeah. do that for have Jack be, yeah. Do you, that, do you think that Jack's dead? I mean, we didn't see the body. She was bleeding, but she wasn't dead. And we know the giant has some compassion. Yeah. Well, we saw I, the bones, though, right? But we don't know if those are her bones or the yeah. giant just put them down as a warning. That's true. You know, I think that Anton, by the way, did you notice that all of those guys, all of the the giant names started with an A? I did no, not. I didn't. Yeah. Um, That's a good point. Oh, my gosh, I'm going to have to go back and, and watch, rewatch it. <laughs> I yeah. Knew. It, there was, there was uh, Anton and um, Abraham and right. was it? Arlo? Arlo, yeah. Arlo? Rich was the guy from ER, which I always recognize him. 
Yeah. Like, oh, it's the ER guy. What's his name? Yeah, yeah. thank you. I can never yeah. say his name. But, yeah. Oh, that's Jesus. right. Nice, nice that's Jewish boy. I, I can say his name. <laughs> Abraham. <laughs> <laughs> He's a member of the tribe. Um, there you go. <laughs> presumably, presumably a member of the tribe. Um, but, yeah, it's like, so there, there are all these A names, and I wonder if there's a significance to that. Hmm. Uh, that is not a true. There's like it's not a all the A no. giants are here, and then there's all the B giants. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's different know. lands of giants. I have that's to do some I'm research thinking. on that because that that's actually kind of an interesting idea, huh? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, could be, could be different. You know, different realms, different. Yeah. I mean, obviously not there. That was just one land. I yeah. mean, who knows if Anton might, if he does harvest those beans. Maybe they and maybe at some point or other they end up in in another land with giants and he finds a place where he can fit in. They can well, there's gotta be there's they gotta can, be more giants somewhere because there were no girl giants. Well, you know what? Well, wait a second. Okay, so here's another storyline idea. Two of them. One is there that old. 1960s show Land of the Giants, which was a terrible show. I think it was like an old Irwin Allen show, um, which I hope they don't explore. But the other one is Gulliver's Travels. Oh, yes. They could actually do something like that. would actually be very interesting. For yeah. Very mean I'm thinking, well, geez, we're going to have to see what they do. That's a great idea. Yeah. I like well, that idea. Anton is the the BFG from Raul Dow's. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He could be the yes, right? He could be the BFG. That's right. I yeah, love that be. idea. Yeah. That's so there's idea. there's all kinds of possibilities. Um, so the magic beans. Wow. Now that presents a really interesting um, thread. You know, if they yeah. can. If they oh the question is will we see a younger Rumpelstiltskin in Manhattan? Yes, yes. I have to answer this. We will see Rumpelstiltskin from uh, before Bay was born. Okay, cool. So a um, no, in Manhattan. All right, so we're gonna get in more Manhattan. Of his yeah, backstory. Yeah. Okay, with we will his see. Father. Yeah, we will see more of his backstory. We will see. Um, his own some stuff about his relationship with his own father. Um, ha! The promotional screen caps reveal that much. Yes, I know. Um, <laughs> I realize that. Um, we will find out why Rumple went to the Ogre War in the first place. Oh, cool. Okay. It was not involuntary servitude. He was not drafted. Um, Interesting. There was a real specific reason that he gave, and he explained. Um, okay. And there is a reason that he left the battlefield. It's got to be something that was, I think, probably immoral or something and he didn't agree with is what my thought no. has always been as to why he and, left. And, and that's what I have always thought too, but it's not. It's not. It's that. not? Oh my no. God. Because I was thinking, I'd be, yeah, all right, so it's not. It's not that. Geez, I'm gonna... It's not that. So, huh. um, yeah, I had thought that too. 
And um, that is, yes. And, and Kelly says, cool, I can't wait to see what the Sears prophecy is about Rumpel. And that was actually in the um, in the press release about the fact that there, there's a fear and there's something about, you know, what does what does Rumple what does she tell Rumple? Um oh, okay. what she tells Rumple has ramifications that resonate all the way to the present time in Manhattan. Interesting. Okay. Um and it's very tragic and very interesting and very cool. Very cool. Oh, I can't. Um, well, now, are we ever gonna find out? I mean, I, I know, I think I know what what August actually showed Neil in the box. Yes. To make him leave yes. Emma, we're gonna figure, we're gonna yes. find that out. Okay. Yeah. Because I mean, I'm thinking it's gotta be, it's gotta be the picture of the boy, of May. I can't tell you what it is. Or the dagger. But I, will, I can't tell you other. what it is, but we will. We will actually see what it is that okay. um, that August, and he's in the episode um, briefly, shows um, Neil. Okay. Well, they just announced in the news within the last few days, I believe, that August is returning for episode 18. Okay. So and then we know he'll be uh, back here real soon. Awesome. That makes sense. Um, yes, you will. You will. Um, you will know what it is, and um, it is. Uh, ha, uh, Someone in the chat box is like, everyone thinks it's the picture of the dagger. Yeah, which it's, is, um, I thought it was the picture. No, I thought it was the picture of Bay, because that we remember back when Rumple thought August was Bay. Yes, he had seen that picture on his yes. dresser. And yes. that's what made him think that. So that's what I thought it was. Yeah. Well, you're both wrong. So. <laughs> ah, crap. I think, so I think it's it. a special uh, Twilight Zone world, like in that show Felicity, where there was the mysterious fox for so long, and then they went inside, and it was all black and white, and they lived inside of it. Yeah. No, that's not it either. <laughs> that's not it either? <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Here I am thinking, oh, I got this, I got this. It's not not even close. So she's talking about. So so I'm guessing that we're going to switch topics to talk about Manhattan. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. Go ahead. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Ask away. Ask questions. I can be cryptic and I can be enigmatic, and um, actually, um, I've married. I'm actually I've gotten very good at that because. Um, when I get screeners, I always write a – because the reason we're given screeners is so that we will write a review of the episode in advance of the episode so that people will watch right, it. Right, right. So the trick is, you know, and it says right on the uh, screener, please do not give away any major plot points. Right. So it doesn't say anything about minor plot points. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but I always ask myself, is that something that I would want to know? And if I knew it, would it ruin my enjoyment of the episode? Right. You know, the reveals to me, the reveals to me are so important to the enjoyment that oh, I try yeah. not to give those big reveals away. Um, not to say I, I won't. Say- I don't see for me, I like to be surprised, to be honest with you. I'm not a spoiler person, per se. I mean, I like yeah. to have a little bit here and there. Tell me just a little bit, just a little bit, just enough so that 
that. I will be excited. You know, I'll be excited to see the episode. The right. blown away once the big reveal is. I'm okay with that, just because right. I, you know, I just like it to be a fun, exciting, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they just did that, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Versus, oh, I already know what's going to happen, and you know, it's there not is, as exciting to watch. <laughs> you know, everything. One, there is one scene in the episode in particular that just shocked me. Really. Okay. I I didn't see it coming until about two minutes before it happened, but I did see it coming. But it's it was totally threw me. Um, wow. And totally, it totally threw me. There are a couple of scenes like that, but yeah. there was one in particular that just, um, yeah. I mean, in the chat room. Um, you know, I hope some of the episodes' reveals are actually surprising. Um, yeah. Some have been guessed correctly by fans in advance, and that's true. Yeah. Uh, I don't think this reveal has been guessed. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. That's that why I'm, I'm not telling anyone because it's it's <laughs> it's um I was pretty shocked, I guess, by it. And I will tell you that it happens in. Um, no, I won't tell you what happens. What, 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 in what context it happens, I can't tell you that. Um, no, don't tell us. We'll just... I could, but then then people will start guessing, and I don't. I want people to just like like wow. To go. That's why. Hey? That's why. Yeah. That, that's why. It's like whoa. So yes. Um, so well, I'm anxious yeah. for and Emma. She learns about August though. What August said to Neil. She'll learn um, that in Manhattan. Um, or no, are they going to you know, save that for not, down the line? Not, you know, it's not a... She learns that August and Neil knew each other. Okay. I will tell you that. Um, I don't think that's a big spoiler. No. Um, and I will tell you that it's her reunion with Neil is very interesting. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I think she's going to be mad at Greg, it. <laughs> if we see Greg. Oh, uh, yes, we do. We do see, You're talking about Greg Mandel? Mm-hmm. Yes. Greg Mandel is still snooping around the hospital. Okay. About ready to be released. And he is snooping that little around. Weasel. And, and he sees something. Oh, shoot. That's not good. This guy, I mean, I could totally see him, like, calling everybody and the reporters will start showing up at the door. It'll be a mess. I feel like he came there for a reason, though. I mean, I don't know that he's just some random guy that stumbled into town. The more we see of him, the more I think he's got something a lot more sinister planned than calling the press. I will tell you this. There is, and guys who listened to my interview a few weeks ago, with Jane Espenson, and, you know, I turned it into a print interview. Um, mm-hmm. I, I picked highlights. And there were um, a couple of things that she asked me not to put in print because mm-hmm. they revealed too much. Uh-huh. And one of them has to do with something about Greg. Oh, Lord. Okay. And his phone. <laughs> Something about Greg. Now, so you have to go back and listen to I should go back and re-listen. 
Oh, I it, can't was the, it was the Star Wars ringtone. Uh, yeah. That was great. I love yeah. that. So she Darth act- Vader. She uh-huh. he starts Vader. That's what it is. Could be. I don't know. But all I know is that that was one of the things that she asked me not to put in print. So okay. I'm if you want to know what it was? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, Kelly says she wants to know who the her is. Um. Yeah. She, okay, I can tell you that it's not significant. It's a her, it's a somebody, it's a she. The That is not, when I asked Jane about that, she was like, well, I mean, it's a female and it's someone important to him. And I don't think it's any more, it's just like people were like kind of focusing on uh, the license plate, Greg's license yeah. plate. And the point of that was to know that, um, you know that that he was from out of town, that he wasn't from Storybrooke. Well, yeah, like, and I kept trying to think it was like some big thing. Just thinking, yeah. So I asked, I did ask her. Yeah, I asked her about that. She says, "Nah." She says, "You know, the fact that it's from Pennsylvania, that's important. You know that that he's not yeah. from Storybrooke, but the license plate itself, no, not so much." Um, so I will tell you that. Um, but yeah, so yeah, her her is probably Greg's girlfriend or wife. I think it's his wife, and whatever it is he sees, he's recorded on his phone. So um, crap, I, <laughs> that's not good. Yeah. Well, I'm surprised they didn't see something when they were looking at their phone at the phone. Remember, they got into this into his phone to find out, you know, who he was or whatever. I mean, but this is after. Oh, he does it. Okay, I see what you're saying. He does it. Oh, so so, um, in the chat room, I think Greg wrote the book, Once Upon a Time. He's the author. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. That's interesting because we we may find out who the author is. I believe we will at some point. Um, So, okay, so what else do I need to say? About next week's episode. Um, ba, 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 ba. Um, what is Cora and are they in it? Yeah. Cora and Regina and Hook. Yeah, Cora, Regina, and Hook are plotting a way. Of course. To. Um, it's like the unholy trinity. <laughs> yeah, they're finding. You know, their goal is. Um, Obviously, you know, oh, I can't, can I tell you this? I'm wondering if I can tell you this. Um, I suppose I can't tell you the goal, but you could probably figure out the goal. Um, if you think about what Regina's whole point is, I mean, not Regina, Cora's whole shtick is about her relationship with Regina. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, they want, yes. Yes, it was already revealed in the promo they want the dagger. That is correct. Right. How they go about finding where the dagger is is actually kind of interesting and how they figure out where it is. Mm. Um, and if you look closely at the pictures, you will see they're in the library. Oh, interesting. So it's got to be hidden somewhere underneath where Melissa used to be. Well, I'm thinking. Well, and then they find huh? it they find a clue in the library, and it's something that um, that Hook has some insight into, being as he's a pirate and all. Uh, in one of the books. 
there's an interesting betrayal that happens along the way, and I can't tell you who that's between, but mm. there is a betrayal. Um, you know, who is who is Regina's enemy fundamentally once for all? And that's the um, that that is the uh, the point of the whole thing. You know, is, is who is Regina's real enemy? Who who is it that killed Regina's happiness? Well, her mother. Her well, mother, first and foremost. I mean, she's been the one that's. But but in Cora's point of view. Well, in Cora's point of view. You know, it's Emma being being there because uh, it affects Regina's relationship with Henry. Yeah, think about it. Think about the whole thing at the beginning of the series, um, and you'll see what they're going for. But um, and the point is also not to kill Rumpel. I will tell you that much. Well, no, he can't suffer if he's dead. What's the fun and not if you can't uh, suffer? That's not, that's not what they're going for. That's not hmm. what they're going for. That's not their purpose. Well, that's ultimately, it's been it's, it's been. Very, I have to tell Regina you, Regina has hated Snow since she lost her love, supposedly because of Snow, mm-hmm. and her purpose from day one has always been to exact revenge on her, basically, mm-hmm. but charming in in extension. And 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 so ultimately, that's what her she claims her enemy is. Right. But I don't think I don't think Cora Cora believes that. I think um, that Cora wants you, Cora wants Regina's happiness. Right. That's what she says. That's what she's how she's trying to reduce. Says, but I don't know if she's trying to manipulate. But it. how did? But how does she go about in her warped way to do that? And, and well, what, obviously, would take would take Henry away from Emma, and so okay, so so kind of go with it because that I can't tell you any more than that. But there <laughs> okay. are some, there is a really devious, very devious plan afoot, and I fear for for powerless Rumple. Oh no! I'm really hoping that. Um, I mean, I hope they don't end it with like. Oh, I can just imagine no. what the cliffhanger is going to be. No, it's going to be no, an excruciatingly no. long summer, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, Kelly <laughs> says, "I hope Belle doesn't betray Gold, uh, but she wouldn't know where the dagger no, is." Because yeah. No, she doesn't. Um, but there's a very cool thing that happens that I can't. Yeah. Talk. You'd think Rumpel would have taken Dagger on the road with him just in case. Yes, that's what I don't. I mean, like obviously um, he can't take it on a plane. It's a weapon. Right, and there would be there would be reasons for him leaving it. There would be reasons for him leaving it, and uh, and leaving it in in a particular way, and that does come up in the episode. Mm. Um, so let's see. I already talked about um, the seer a little bit. Um, and reasons for oh the, the reasons for for Rumpel leaving the battlefield that's addressed, um, mm-hmm. and his parental issues. Everyone everyone on that show has parental issues. Um, <laughs> and uh, oh Henry oh 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 the other thing that is absolutely I loved so much about this I'm going to tell you about 
things that I really adored about Manhattan. And one of them was the uh, Henry and, and Gold spend some time alone together Aww. Um, because of circumstances. Yeah. And it is like such, it's like, it's, it's gorgeous. It's beautiful. It's lovely. Um, it's sweet. Um, We've already seen that Rumpel has a soft spot for Henry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and just it's just really, he says some things to Henry that are really pretty cool. And um, it's really... Oh, the bond it's... is forming, the grandpa bond. Well, I've always, you know, every time he's ever come into the shop or he's had any contact with Henry, I've always just yeah. loved his scenes with yeah. him because you can see that he does care for the child. Yeah, and, and, even, it's, and like, it's, yeah. It's, it's beautiful. He buys him a hot dog. I mean, it's Aww, cute. But, yeah. And then Henry chokes and dies. I'm sorry? And then Henry chokes on the hot dog and dies because you don't yeah. just give kids hot dogs. <laughs> no, no, Is that no. the big twist? No, that no, no, would no, be no. a horrible ending. No, 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 no. But it's oh, I just I just really loved the scenes between Henry and Gold were just were were wonderful. They were golden. They were just beautiful. Um, I equally loved the scenes between um, Emma and Gold were just were just phenomenally well done. Um, and the scenes, and I especially, especially love the scenes um, in the time before Bay was born. Um, and I, will, I won't be telling tales out of school. I won't be spoiling things because everyone has seen the photos by now. But there is a loving relationship between Mila and Gold. Um, and it's beautiful. Um, he leaves for the battle actually not knowing that Mila is pregnant. And um, there's, there's just so much love there. And, and uh, she's, you know, she's doing things and he's pleased with her and, and they, they absolutely, they love each other. It's so very, very clear that when he goes off to war, they are very, very much in love. And, Mm. uh, and something profoundly changes that. And uh, and puts them in a position where they were, you know, back in in was it crocodile? Yeah, yeah. crocodile. Yeah. Um, so Kelly says I still think Rumpel had PTSD after running returning from the ogre war. Yeah. I don't think so. I think that that's not true. So Mila lied when she told him she never loved him. Yes, actually, I suppose that's right. Um, they clearly were in love. Um, they clearly loved each other. They they made a baby together. Um, that doesn't necessarily equate love, but no. But I think it does in this case. I think I was Good. not spoiling things to tell that that there is and and actually it, again, gosh, we see yet another side of Rumpel. I mean, this is like yeah. a complete has, other side. He has um, so many facets. To him, it's amazing. It's yeah, like I'm every single, a happy, yeah. sweet, loving, and it's a different. It's such a. It's a different kind of, you know, where his his relationship with Belle and it's beautiful and it's sweet and it's tragic and it's angsty. His relationship with Mila 
at the beginning was none of those things. It was sweet and it was fun and it was, uh, he was open and, and warm hearted. And, um, it, it really, you know, in the chat room, it says, uh, I imagine Rumpel prior to the war wasn't the awkward coward he later become. And there's actually some history that we get about that. And, and why, what what the thing is with the coward bit, and I can't really tell you what that is. Um, you're just gonna have to wait and see it. I, you know, that's a major plot point, and um, so we see a, we find out a huge, huge amount um, about Rumple. We find you know just awesome. much about him. We find uh, we find what Emma's made of. You know, I, yeah, I love I'm anxious to see that. Yeah, and it's a great and she's wonderful. Jennifer Morrison, um can you at least we do not see the ogres. We do not see ogres. Hmm. No ogres. We do not see maybe them. next season? They have to show it. Yeah, well we could see them later this season. I, I oh, we maybe. just don't see them in Manhattan. Um This is what I wanna know. I wanna know like how did Belle know to call Rumpel to save them from the ogres when uh, when she makes when he when he strikes the deal with the with the king for his daughter she's the one that says she calls Rumpel which means I want to know what their background is like how in the hell how would he know to ask for her they had to have met before and she would have had to know that he could help with the ogres. I'm dying to know that story. Yeah, I mean, I think it might be as simple as Rumple kind of has his fingers in pretty much everything. Well, true. <laughs> so do you guys have any other last questions? Because I can't believe we only have like two minutes left to the Already. show. I may actually run overtime on this a little bit. Um, we're having, I'm having a lot of fun. Are you guys having fun? I know. Isn't it fun? Sure. It's exciting. This is so much fun. Um, <laughs> let's see. Oh, I can't tell you that. Oh, I was, like, looking at my notes, seeing what I could tell you. Uh, why would Mila lie to Rumpel about love? Well, you know what? When you are really – when you really hate someone – I mean, I think in very angry divorces, you know, and, of course, back then right. they have divorces, you, you know, you might be inclined to say, I never really loved you when truly you exactly did. Exactly, you did, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think – um, how did how did how convincing did Manhattan look? They actually um, it actually looked convincing. Um, I I've been in Manhattan. I've stayed in Manhattan. I don't live there, but I have been in Manhattan, kind of off um, you know near Broadway and Forty Sixth. Mm-hmm. Um, I often stay kind of in the neighborhood, and it actually looks like New York. It looks like oh. you know it looks like not the best part of Manhattan, but it looks like you know looks like that area. So, um any of you guys have any last questions? Um, I can't think of anything right now. What about you? Mm, not Girl. really. I mean, the less I know the better it. <laughs> yeah. You know, did I did I do a pretty good job of like telling you but did. not telling? Yeah, I don't feel like I was spoiled at all. Oh good. No, me neither. I think he did a good job. <laughs> Definitely. Thank you, thank you. This has been such a good time. If anybody has any questions in the chat room, you can ask. 
I might tell. I know you guys are like, oh, she didn't tell us enough. Um, <laughs> I do. I do promise, however, that uh, Friday I will be publishing an article first on Blog Critics, and then uh, it will appear on Let's Talk TV. That will be a much more in-depth article. Again, it won't give away any major plot points, but it will. Um, Tease the episode a little more extensively than I've been able to do it on, uh, you know, on on the air. Um, will we get good Emma and Goldstein's? Yes, we will get some excellent, excellent Emma and Goldstein's. Very good ones. Um, very tense scenes between them, and very good scenes between them. And um, and there are also excellent scenes between. Um, between uh, Gold and um, and Neil as well. I can't wait to see that. That's going to be exciting. I, I I don't know. I think I think Gold is going to be disappointed though. Will it spoil too much for you to tell us if this is a beginning of a Neil arc or if it's just a one shot for that oh, character? I'm hearing that that blog talk has cut me off. Oh no. Uh-oh. Oh well, that's no! Awful. Will, it, will it keep recording? I think it should. Uh, it's. Uh, I don't know if it's still recording. It might still be recording. Anyway, we're going to sign off. <laughs> to sign off. Um, and have a listen. I'm writing in the chat room and have a listen. Uh, and maybe it recorded. I hope so. The last few minutes. <laughs> oh, they usually keep going. I mean, usually yeah, they don't. usually it does. Yeah, that's really weird. Yeah. Um, so anyway, because I have two hours a day I can use. Yeah. So that's maybe what I'll I'm just. Saying. Yeah, maybe next week I will plan a hour and fifteen minutes or something. Well, that's a good idea. Anyway, well, thanks, guys. This was fun. Thank, well, thank you. you for inviting me. It was you fun. I always love talking. Do you want to come back next Monday night? Sure, I'll be here. It'll be fun. I'm It'll be. I, I can't wait for next Sunday's episode. So it'll be yeah. really good. <laughs> yeah, right. I think it's gonna be a big one. Okay. Well, great. Talk to you guys soon. Okay. okay. Take okay. care. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.